Hello and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts, the podcast that doesn't mind checking under the bed if you hear a noise in the middle of the night. I'm your spirited host, Jennifer, a psychic medium and a collector of ghost stories. And speaking of checking under the bed, did you happen to see a ghost or two as a child? Tonight, I'm going to be covering stories of haunted childhoods. But don't let that scare you away. Later on this evening, I have a spirit reading to share with you that I held for my latest podcast guest. And after that, I have a new spirit message for someone listening to the podcast. So this message might be specifically for you. So stick around and find out. That's later on in the podcast. But for now, pull up the covers and turn on the nightlight. The scary stories start now. When I was about 13, me and an older friend were babysitting a six-year-old girl and her younger brother. We had been told that sometimes the girl complained about seeing a ghost man in her bedroom and that he would come out through the attic door. I can't really say that I believed it too much. Kids tell stories and have great imaginations. But one night, we got the kids ready for bed, but they wouldn't settle down. The girl said she felt scared, and her little brother started crying. She asked if she could sleep in her mother's bed until she came home, and the little brother wanted to go with her too. So I tucked them in there and told them some silly stories. We laughed until they were tired. Both kids were asleep when I left the room, and I left the door open and the hall light on. An hour later, my friend and I were sitting downstairs watching TV and all was good. The kids were definitely asleep. I had had to sneak past their room to use the bathroom and had done a quick peek on my way back. And the little brother gave out this bit of a mini half snore. Other than that, all was quiet. I was back downstairs watching TV when 20 minutes later, out of nowhere, We heard banging, heavy, loud, banging. The kids were screaming. I dashed up the stairs and met the kids just as they were running out of the room. Bang, bang, bang. This time, I had eyes on the kids, so I know they weren't making the noise. The kids flew at me and I grabbed the little boy and we all rushed down the stairs, ran into the front room, shut the door, and all crashed together on the sofa. Everything was silent apart from the TV, which I quickly shut off. We sat in silence for about five minutes, just holding each other. After a few minutes, the girl with tears in her eyes, said in a matter-of-fact voice, The man was angry because I wasn't in my own room, so he tried to push over the dresser. Then he started banging on the wall. 
We all ended up staying on that couch until the parents arrived home. I will never forget this event, and I still can't explain it. Like probably millions of American children in the 1980s, playing with G.I. Joe figures was a major component of summer fun for myself and several friends. On one occasion, Gary, my brother Matt, Joe, and myself had taken up positions in the garage belonging to Joe's grandmother. The battle was heated, the stakes high, In particular, Joe and I were engaged in a deadly battle, my snowcat against his mobat, when his grandmother called us into the house for Kool-Aid. We loved her Kool-Aid because she bought the pre-sweetened kind but then used the recipe for the unsweetened Kool-Aid mix, so the battle was paused for refreshment. Careful to leave all the toys exactly where they were, We filed out of the garage, closing the main door and keeping an eye on the side door, which we closed behind us, for fear of someone tampering with the action. We drank our Kool-Aid together. No one went into that garage. Thirst satisfied, we returned to the battle. My position was seriously disrupted, however, by the fact that the snowcat was missing. A frantic search of the garage revealed it was perched on top of a filing cabinet. It was too tall for any of us to reach, so the cabinet had to be tipped over halfway and the snowcat caught as it fell. Well, we didn't especially want to be in the garage anymore, so we retreated outdoors to consider a plan of action. Inspired perhaps by Ghostbusters, a program of testing was agreed upon. We decided to offer the ghost a piece of bazooka bubblegum. I don't remember the reasoning behind that decision. A drawing of straws decided I would be the one to enter the side door, cross the garage to the stairs on the other side, walk up as far as I dared, and toss the gum onto the second floor. The second floor was not really a floor, but more like a loft space above the solid ceiling. It had enough space for a kid to walk around in it without bumping one's head on the roof. Anyway, into the garage we went, me leading the way, prepared to run at the slightest provocation. I went up the stairs, far enough so I could look around the loft area with my flashlight. I left the gum on the floor up there before panic set in and we fled back down the stairs, across the garage, and out. After a suitable amount of time passed, it was decided that someone must go in to see if the gum was still there. No one especially wanted to do this, and I don't remember who was ultimately nominated But it didn't really matter, because when we opened the side door again, lying on the floor, right at our feet, was a piece of bazooka bubblegum, unwrapped. 
Are you enjoying your ghostly visit? If so, please follow, like, comment, and share. The ghosts may be talkative, but they are lousy at marketing, so every click helps. Tell your friends, and please leave a kind review so that others might join us. The spirits, and I thank you. Hello, and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I'm here today with my podcast guest, Naomi. Naomi, welcome to your spirit reading. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing very well. How are you, Jennifer? I am splendid, and I'm kind of excited about this reading. You yourself have amazing energy, and I can tell already we're going to have a good time. But at the same time, I have questions for you. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So first off, I usually don't lead with this, but do you sense energy or spirits around you, I've been seeing lights and we've had, um, and it's been happening yesterday since in this space while I was grounding and meditating for your reading. And, um, it occurred again when I came back down here. And then when I was telling my partner about it, when when I went upstairs, I'm like, this is something a little different. And it happened to me again there. It's, it's always out of my left eye. So can you speak to that at all? Um, I think I can. I am a Reiki master, so I work with energy. Um, I'm I'm among other things, but um, I smell things that associate with loved ones who have passed. I don't know that I see them. Mm -hmm. I sometimes see things out of the corner of my eye where when I turn to look, there's nothing there. Okay. So to me, this means you're a spirit magnet too. You know, there's, there's mediumship flowing through you. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is, um, nature spirits. Do you feel like you work with nature spirits or have nature spirits around you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I am also a witch and I recharge by connecting with nature. I just really get the sense that you do have a very good nature energy flow and connection there. It almost feels fae to me. That's amazing. Yeah. Do do yeah. Or do you feel a connection with the fae? I do. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And I just got chills when you said that. <laughs> Now I'm getting chills. <laughs> um, I was seeing uh, fairy folk imagery. Um, and um, <laughs> it's funny. I see shoes a lot. People show me their shoes. And uh, the first thing that came in was like an elven shoe. And then just all kinds of fairy folklore imagery. And I'm like, okay, I get this. And that's when I started seeing the light. And when it first appeared, it was like bobbing around like a butterfly, you know, and, and, uh, every time I looked, it would, it would leave, but it, it's like right here, my peripheral, like a little bit more center than peripheral, but it was like, what is that? And then today it turned into more of a, like a crescent moon type of, um, lens orb. Absolutely. So it's too bad that we're not doing the video because on my necklace is a little uh-huh. fairy and this is my butterfly tattoo. <laughs> so that's a real connection. 
That's wonderful. I think there's more than one type of energy reading, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're all spirit and there's more than one type of spirit, right? And I completely were, agree. And they were, de- they're definitely here with you and wanted to say hello. <laughs> okay. Let's see if we can connect to loved ones that have passed for you. I was definitely getting a grandfatherly type of vibe. Do you have a grandparent who has passed away? Mm-hmm. Grandmother, grandfather? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, both. Your grandfather... Okay, let me take a step back. Did anyone kind of deny that they were sick? Were they stubborn about it? Oh, Yes. Um, yes. Who would that be? Who would that yeah, be? Yeah. Um, that sounds like my grandfather. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, denied that they were sick, kind of set in their ways, was stubborn about it. Like he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to get treated. He didn't want to, he like avoided the reality of it. Yes. Yeah. There was someone who also wanted to apologize about, they weren't the best at focusing on the good and they kind of focused on the negative. Oh, can okay. You, can you connect that? I definitely connect that with my maternal grandmother. Okay. Yeah, she had a very difficult life and she was not a happy woman. Yeah, and that can yeah. happen, right? It almost feels safe to focus on the bad because then you're watching out for everything. But in the end, you're missing you're missing all the good. And yeah. Um, she kind of, she was apologizing for that. So I'm wondering if that tendency kind of runs in your family, like it's ancestral debt in a way. Okay. Is that something that you kind of have to guard against a little bit or? Uh, I can see that. Yes. Yes. Now that you say that, I see a connection there. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. next time you feel any of that, just be like, I know what this is. And let's work together to dissolve this, right? Okay. And and yes. tap into being supported, in you know, instead of the the residual, you know, ancestral debt of worry and stress and yes, sometimes judgment as well. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, once that gets into our head, that's really hard to dismantle. So just Absolutely. notice it, and um, I think she with that apology coming through, she really wants to say, Hey, if anyone's going to understand, it's me, let mm-hmm. me help you. Because yes. this is the sort of thing they come in, they identify themselves through it. But when we transition into energy, all of that can kind of fall away and they don't have that focus anymore, but they mm-hmm. certainly remember. Um, and, and I think she can help. I think she can help and she wants to help. Um, You may not know this, but did, did she have like a white sugar bowl? Like a, I wouldn't call it China, but it it seemed like it was a white glass sugar bowl that she kept on her, her table. There was some sort of white dish. Yeah. I don't know if it was a sugar bowl thinking Mm -hmm. about, but maybe it was a set. it, It had like the white, almost bubbles. 
around the top? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, exactly. The white bubbles. <laughs> That's why I started. Yes. Oh, wow. Great, great, great. Um, she was also showing me, I think it was her, um, a white kind of I, 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 um, bedspread uh, mm-hmm. and a hope chest. Mm-hmm. Did she have those things as well? Yes, one of those white chenille bedspreads with yes. the, the pattern. I wanted on to it. say, yeah, I wanted to uh-huh. say lace, but lace isn't right. You know, <laughs> there was definitely that pattern to it. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Oh, mm-hmm. she's so with you. I think oh. she's just really wants to offer that strength and guidance and support uh, going forward. And I wouldn't be surprised if you could kind of call on her in your energy work is to to assist. Okay. I have, my eyes are tearing up just because I, I never really felt particularly close with her mm-hmm. when I was a child, but um, it's nice to know that she's, she's offering some guidance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel it. And I'm so glad that like, you're making that connection and work with it, play with it, be curious about it. Right. All right. Um, one last thing. Oh, okay. Two last things. Okay. Could be connected. Could not be. Did anyone have really bad spilling? <laughs> really bad spelling. Just not yes. good at writing. Yes. Yes. Who is that? Absolutely. That's my oldest brother. He, he always wrote phonetically. He could speak to anyone from any walk of life. Um, but his writing was atrocious. Uh-huh. Because as as I was writing my notes, I was tripping all over the place, and it was just like, all right, I gi- I give up. I kind of give up here. Yeah, <laughs> you had to kind of decipher uh, his sentences. I do have some messages for you before we go. Okay. And this this one is probably from your brother. Uh, he wants to compliment you uh, that he says you see things as they are. Okay. And, and that you're just so, you can be so grounded and you just see things as they are like truth. You can see you're good at seeing the truth of things. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. That, Do you want to speak to that a little? I would like to. Yeah. That, that is a good message for me because I don't, I doubt myself. I doubt what I see. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm using air quotes here when I see. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Thank you. The other things are, uh, spiritual journey seems to be a big theme. Yes. Which isn't surprising me here, given our mm-hmm. conversation, uh, inner wisdom and inner guidance. These are your tools. Okay. It's going to come from within you. It's not going to be external. Um, Wonderful. you know, go deep inside, okay. uh, and uh, forget the external world for a while. Stop with that outside validation, you know, okay. even though here I am telling you it, but <laughs> it's yes. going to come, it's going to come from you. Um, okay. I am sometimes away with the fairies. So <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that's great. That is great. Um, also the message of uh, fortifying yourself, you know, whatever that means to you, fortify yourself. Okay. I'm not you sure know. what that means. You're an oak, you know, grow those roots, be mm-hmm. strong. Okay. 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 I love that. Me too. 
Um, yeah. Ask for signs. If you want to see signs, ask for signs. You know, I know I just said, don't look for external validation, but for you to sit there and say, okay, show me. And then for things to be presented to you, don't doubt that, Mm -hmm. you know, don't analytically pick it apart. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to do this reading for you today. It has been just a delight to meet you and and to meet your family that we've connected with. Thank you so much. You are an absolute delight. (laughs) (laughs) And you made me feel so comfortable. I was so nervous at the first. (laughs) I feel like I've met another soul sister. (laughs) Book a medium reading with me. If you have a past loved one you would like to connect with, a spirit reading can be an amazing and never spooky experience. I strive to give you specific details that align only to you and your loved ones. Curious? Visit italktoghost.com for links to book with me. I can't wait to meet you. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a message from the spirits this evening for someone listening to the podcast. I meditated by grounding and centering to create a welcoming space for a spirit to come in. And this evening, I'm getting the impression of someone who was very creative in life. He was a wonderful artist. He was really good at specifically drawing comics, like graphic novels, and he was always coming up with all these amazing new characters and stories and plots, and it was just a passion of his, and you were just always astonished by his creativity. And after his passing, it was a very hard loss for you. Currently, you are going through some challenges and difficulties and he just wants to reach out to give you support, make you laugh and let you know that he's still there for you. Yeah, he's he's telling me he doesn't want me to specifically say what your challenges are because it's private. So you'll know you'll know and um, he seems very insightful and very supportive of what you're going through right now and he says that you have a pencil box of his that's another way that you can identify that this message is for you so again let me extend that message of support and care that you know He's there for you to lend his energy to help you through whatever you're going through. And he also wants to say that you will do it. You'll get through this and it'll be okay. And that he loves you. Okay, I think I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you for allowing me to connect this message for you.
And with that, dear listener, we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I hope you've enjoyed the stories that I've shared with you this evening. And if you have a childhood ghost story of your own, I would love to hear it. In the meantime, please like, share, comment, and subscribe because those little actions really do help support the show and I sincerely appreciate it. And also, wherever you wander off to, in this world or the next, just remember, come back and visit with me. Have a lovely evening and good night. If you listen to my podcast, you have to be like me. You love listening to spooky stories. I'm excited to say that Audible is a sponsor of this podcast. Audible storytelling keeps me company no matter what other task I'm doing. And you know what? Listening can also keep my stress at bay because my mind is being drawn into the stories I'm listening to. Sign up and try it now by visiting audibletrial.com ghosts. I'll also have a link for you in my episode description notes that you can click on. Happy spooky reading! <laughs>